What is your story and do you own it? Hi, welcome to another important conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out more about me and how to work with me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I want to have a chat with you about knowing, owning, and accepting our stories of who we are, where we are in the world right now, and how we want to move through the world, and how we want to be in the world. It's interesting, as I start this recording, I'm already finding myself a little emotional. And I remember as I was getting ready to talk to you guys, I was thinking to myself, well, it's been a while since I've cried on the podcast. If I need to cry again, so be it. Everybody can deal. Um, Because I just, and this is the most random way it ever happens, right? But I was just watching a TV show, um, a show called New Amsterdam. And in a recent episode, um, a reporter was kind of following the head of the hospital around. And in the episode, the head of the hospital kept saying, yes, you're seeing things, but that's not the story. Yes, you're seeing this, but that's not the story. And the thread throughout the episode became, what is the story? And that line has a lot of significance for me. It's actually a line I used way back in, I guess, 1998, no, 90, let's see, 93, 94, um, when I was applying to colleges. I had seen a movie called Amistad. Um, I believe it was when I was applying to college. It might have been when I was applying to grad school. So forgive me if the dates are wrong, but it was in a college essay for why I wanted to attend um, and get my, uh, my, my degree in social work. But um, the the line was in this movie Amistad, and it's this uh this movie about the slave movement where slaves are sort of captured and imprisoned, and Anthony Hopkins, who plays uh John Quincy Adams, is advocating for the slaves, and he's asking a lot of questions, and he's getting a lot of statistics about the people and the slaves that are imprisoned, and he says at one point in time, I don't care about any of that what's their story? And I remember in that moment going, yes, that's why I want to do social work. Yes, that's why I want to help people because it's about helping them with their story. When that line sort of filtered through again in another TV show of all things, I was reminded of who I who I thought I was back then, the beliefs I had, the dreams I had, and I was struck by the fact that it hasn't really changed for me. That at the end of the day, my career has taken so many different like shapes and forms and iterations and pivots, but at the core of it, it's about story. I was just sharing with you the other day on the podcast how I'm not a business owner right now who is, you know, owning this aspiration to scale, to trade dollars, you know, to stop trading dollars for hours, to build the online course and create some huge group membership. What I really want to do is continue to work one-on-one. And somebody was asking me the other day why I still want to do one-on-one when everyone else is jumping ship from one-on-one and one-on-one work. I've been joking with people is becoming like the new nine to five. Not only do they not want to work for the man, but now they don't want to do one-on-one either. I think we're becoming very elitist a little bit as business owners and entrepreneurs as well in the quest for what we've decided will make us happy, makes other people happy. But anyway, I digress. 
So I was talking to somebody about the fact that, sure, I knew I could generalize the skill sets that I have, that yes, that the way I move through the world and the way I teach people things like emotional intelligence, leadership qualities, perseverance, resiliency, yes, I knew I could dial that down, nail it down in a system, roll it out to all of you and, you know, sell some sort of group program or online coach, um, you know, online coaching program. But the reality is, is I don't want to. And I don't want to because I still believe in the power of the individual experience and the individual story. And as I've been reflecting on that in recent days and talking to people about it and sort of going back to my roots a little bit, talking to people I've worked with in the past, one of the things that sort of became obvious to me as I was having this conversation is I think a lot of business owners, and my guess is a lot of people who listen to this show struggle with their own story, that their mindset wobbles and their mindset journey, they're tripping up They're getting stuck and frozen and feeling lost because they're running from their story. They're running from who they are. You don't see something in the mirror that you particularly like, so you're trying to be somebody else. You don't think what you've been through, your experience, your skill set is enough, so you're constantly trying for more, to learn more, to do more, to advertise more, rather than really looking at who you are now today. That doesn't mean there's not room for personal development. It doesn't mean that there's not room for growth, but who are you bringing to the table today? What do you have to offer people today? Your skill set, your strengths, and your weaknesses, and the value you have. Rather than trying to create the Instagram photo of yourself, rather than trying to make everything seem so picture perfect, If you show up in your life and in your business as you are, who is that person? What do you care about? What means the most to you? What are the hurts that you're nurturing? What are the lessons and the hard-fought, hard-earned scars on your body? What are the stories behind those moments? If you were to stop running, if you were suddenly to be enough today, what would you be doing differently? And how would you be living your life differently or running your business differently if you just dropped the what ifs, if you dropped the good enough questions and the shoulda things and the coulda things, and you just said today, this is who I am. I think a lot of times when people talk about, like to me, they talk about their content questions, they talk about how they advertise or how they market or how they, you know, engage in a sales process. Everybody is trying to be, act or talk like what they think other people want to hear. And I get it. Just the other day, somebody um, corrected me, like sent me a letter and like corrected grammar that I used on the show and told me that when I talk to you all, I use too many run-on sentences, which by the way, just simply made me want to create a run-on sentence and just go on and on and on, much like I am now. And why is that, right? Why can someone call me out on my grammar, my use of run-on sentences, and the only thing I think in my head 
is sort of like a symbolic, you know, middle finger and I can move on when I know that other people are stuck and frozen in the fear that someone's going to call them out on their grammar, that they may never start a podcast because, you know, they know that people send comments like this and they don't know what they would do if they received comments like this. So much of the reason why I can keep showing up as I am, even though like by giving my email address out every single day on the show, people like feel qualified to tell me what they think and how I should move and how I should take a left or how I should take a right. Why do I keep doing it? Because the stories you're all sending me matter. They're bigger than me. The idea that I can take you from point A to point B in a 15 to 18 minute podcast episode is a lot to me. It means a lot to me. It's incredibly important to me. The fact that I have the ability to help people like get unstuck and unfrozen and choose new action, that means to me it comes with a set of responsibility. And part of my story and part of my value is getting other people to choose happiness, to recognize that we can't control what happens to us. We can only control what we do, you know, in response to it and that our lives and our businesses are the natural consequence of the choices we make. And because I believe that and because it's such a core chord in my story, I'm okay with it if somebody calls me out on a run on sentence or somebody says I shouldn't be talking about this or I need to talk about that or I need to do this less. Some people told me, you know, in just (laughs) two weeks span of time, I got two emails that told me I talked too fast. And then I got two emails that um, told me that they listened to me in like one and a half speed because I talked too slow. And it's this idea that everybody's going to have a comment. Everybody's going to have something to say, particularly if they have too much time and their businesses aren't doing particularly well. They have way more time to point those fingers, don't they? I'm just saying. But it's this idea that so much of my story is about service. So I know I can show up. I know I have a responsibility to show up and I own it. Does that mean sometimes it hurts? Of course. Sometimes people do get under the skin and do hit the, you know, the button that really gets me to go, oh God, I don't know that I want to do this thing tomorrow. But that isn't where I land because I have a story that other people, even though some people might be offended, other people might benefit. But that's because I really own where I am right now, where I am in my life, where I am in my business, and I'm good with that. And if you have a part of your life, your business, that you're not particularly good with, that doesn't feel healthy, that doesn't feel functional, what happens if you just stop, turn around, stop running, and look it boldly in the face and look it right in the eye? What are you so afraid that you're going to see? What are you so afraid that other people are going to see? Because as much as the trolls come out, as much as the haters come out, I think we're all a little bit drawn to story. And if you are running from yours, you're depriving at least one other person, probably more, from learning from it, from benefiting from it, from growing with it. 
But more importantly, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to connect. When we're running from our story, when we're wishing we were a certain way, when we were bemoaning that we're this way and we really do this and we think we should do that instead, when all of those ghosts and all of those things kind of fight with us, we end up isolated and alone. We pile on that I should be doing this with my life. I should be doing that with my life. Why am I this? I haven't figured this out yet. Who's going to ask me that? Who's going to ask this of me? And we get so caught up in this idea of our own preconceived expectations or we get all caught up in someone else's preconceived expectations and we get totally stuck and totally lost. So what I am looking for, and I'm challenging you to take a moment to stop and think and do a gut check if you're running from something. If there's a part of who you are that you don't particularly like, so you're just in a game of dodgeball with it and you're ducking and you're running and you're scooping under and you're going over and you're not really facing it and simply trying to catch the ball. Because if you're running, you're not building. If you're running, you're not growing. And if you're running, you're not showing up in such a way that people can develop that know, like, and trust factor. People can get to know you, build a relationship with you, and connect with you. If you start to think and you ask yourself, wow, like, I listen to this mindset show and I listen every day. Because you should be listening every day, by the way. (laughs) That's why I do it every day because mindset is a daily practice. So make sure you're subscribing to the show so you catch every day's episode. But if you're telling yourself that you're in this stuck place, that you have a particular mindset wobble or ghost that just kind of follows you, the gray cloud, if you stop and you look it in the eye, is there something to do with self-acceptance there? Is there a piece of yourself that you're just trying to not make true? Is there a part of yourself that you can't quite reckon with? Is there something that you need to face head on, own and understand about yourself in order for other people to get to know you? Because we create divisions, we create obstacles for people connecting with us every time we dodge, every time we look away, every time we avoid, we're losing out on that opportunity to connect. And we're not personally developing. We're not working on our mindset in our personal lives or attacking it for our professional lives. We're remaining stagnant. Owning your story, knowing and really believing that your story is good enough, that you are good enough is a journey. I can't get you there in a single podcast episode, but I can encourage you to take a moment to take stock and to have that conversation with yourself. What, if anything, am I running from? And if you're not running from anything, good for you. Like, go forth and prosper. But my story is that a lot of people who are struggling with the mindset wobbles are running. 
They're scared to look a hard truth or a hard question in the eye, so they're trying to change the optics and the narrative so that it's no longer true, and they end up catching themselves running, catching themselves running in circles. And that's what I want you to pause on today. Stop chasing your tail. Just look it boldly, daringly in the eye and see what you see. And if you need my help to uncover it, write to me. Find me. You can work with me. You can send a letter to the show. I'm happy to help you in any way. You can always find me at heatheritchoosetohaveitall.com. But we can't get you to own your story until we get you to look at it. And then once you look at it, you can start to unpack it a little bit and come to a better place so that you can understand it. But I really need you to stop running. Because if you run, we don't know what we're dealing with. And it becomes like this snowball effect where you're running from something little, but then as you're running it away, it's picking up the sand, it's picking up the gravel, it's picking up the mud, and it's getting bigger and bigger and scarier and scarier. But if we just face it head on, we can stop that growth, we can see what we're dealing with, and we can get you on your way. I want you to take a moment to be less afraid to look at your truth, to see what you find, and then be willing to find out what happens next. Thanks so much for having this conversation with me today. I hope I've given you something to think about. If you have any questions or you want my two cents and you want to continue the conversation, as always, you can find me at heatheritchoosetohaveitall.com. And if you really need to correct my grammar, I'm just going to make sure that you check your list twice to make sure there isn't something more pressing you should be doing. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.